This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Happy Wednesday, Brigaders. What is up? Welcome into another episode of the Bostonian versus the book at Boston versus the book on Twitter. Sports Grid Replay. If you're watching at midnight, how are you? If you're watching at nine o'clock, how are you? Live on YouTube, live on Twitter. He's Dave Sheriff and the book. I'm Matt Peralt, the Bostonian. Adam Hill from the Raiders facility in one hour. RJ, Review Journal here in Las Vegas. Coming on talking about the two and six start to the Raiders and that weird rumor that was flying around last night. Seems like there's no truth to it, but. Got everyone hot and bothered last night here in Vegas and a bunch of players might be suspended for the game against the Colts and their 30 year old play caller as the Colts come to Vegas. Dave, a lot to get to today, but the political ads are going to stop today. We can watch TV again. Hope so. I hope you're right. I don't know. I feel like they're going to, you know, check on us and see if did, did you did, you know, can you contribute now? You got the right person in blah, 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 blah. Just leave me alone. How about Georgia? Georgia's got four more weeks of it. They got another month to go. <laughs> oh, I did Nevada report. Is there, is, is it no. final? Are no. they done Saturday. counting the votes? Saturday. I mean, it's going to be okay. a while. I mean, hopefully it doesn't matter, but if it does matter, Everyone's going to be talking about Nevada for the next three days. So I don't know what happened in Pennsylvania. You know, some guy named <laughs> Fetterman beat Doctor Oz. I was Fetterman's your type of dude, though. I think you'd hang out with Fetterman. Hoodies have, and jeans. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I wasn't paying no attention. I was getting texts last night. How did your state pick this guy? I was like, does he play for the Steelers? Like, <laughs> what do you think? I'm so involved with the content. I paid no attention to what was going on in Pennsylvania. But I'm glad the ads stop. We got games to talk about. We got all kind of things. I've been up since 5 a.m. Running, doing stuff, ready to go. I wore the sweatshirt today. I picked this up at Sweet 160. Yale, don't teach hustle. We're hustling. That's all we're doing. Ready to go. I love that it's in the block lettering of Yale. So it looks like a Yale sweatshirt. And right? that's not. Right. <laughs> right. I saw it and I was like, you were in a Yale sweatshirt? I was like, where did uh, that come from? Right. And then, yeah. okay. Oh, now I understand why. They we're didn't accept it. me. I didn't get into Yale or Penn. <laughs> Neither one. It was the you only applied? I knew better. <laughs> I mean, I was a kid from Pittsburgh trying to change my life and go to the Ivy League. Shut down. I, yeah, I, I knew better. I, I, I shot low, though. I was five for five. All five schools I applied for, I got in. I should have gone higher. I wasn't rejected by anybody. Yeah. I didn't, Yale's I didn't shoot high the obvious were the only ones that said no. That's Ooh. everyone. I got I, uh, seven for seven with the ones that uh, were realistic. And then I chose Penn State. So that worked mm. out okay. I think. Yep. So we talked about this a bit yesterday, but it's just worth noting that the most expensive political campaign in really U.S. history for a proposition, maybe not for a candidate, but for a proposition, went down in flames yesterday in California. It's the easiest bet ever. 
we props 26 and 27 yeah got annihilated yeah. no one i mean no one can justify spending that type of money for how poorly both these votes went the money was spent to make sure it didn't pass they weren't spending it on the other pass on right. the other yeah they were so spending they, 27 was spent to make sure 26 wouldn't pass 26 or wouldn't spend it so 27 wouldn't pass it was it was done deal neither one wanted it to pass whomever else was helping them with the advertising whether it, you know i i was like i got a couple texts yesterday oh nevada stays alive california didn't pass okay like it wasn't supposed to pass this was all a sham it was all a joke see i have had a lot of conversations about this with people about okay I agree with the take. If California legalizes, Nevada sportsbooks take a big hit. Yeah. But you've been on this train since I've been talking to you. Like literally for four years, I've heard you repeat over and over. You said it yesterday. It's a 2% margin business. 3%, 5% maybe. Yeah. If sports betting had competition in California, is Nevada really going to care all that much? I mean, oh, it hurts, but it doesn't hurt. There's like a lot the, of people that come here to just because they can and they do it here that won't have to, at least initially. And then they'll get limited and all the stuff that happens with right. these sports books and all the bookies and all the layoff guys and all the stuff that have been doing business here for years won't be able to I mean, do it. I know. They don't there. have our weather. They don't have our slot machines. They don't have our casinos. They got a lot of that stuff, though. They do now. And this will come here. Well, I mean, right. And there are casinos you can go to in outside of LA. You can go to them and get a very Vegas type experience, but you're not getting Vegas. Correct. Like, there's just something about coming to Vegas. No doubt. That, pe that people want to come here. It's the ultimate, like, I'm going to go let my hair down event. Like I'm going to go to a convention and my convention is going to have a bunch of people that I, I mean, I work in California. Our main offices are in Florida. Half the company's coming in. It, it's like, Look, people do crazy things here for a reason, right? It's like it's the old Vegas where what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. A lot of people still get into that. <laughs> a lot of marriages end because of Vegas <laughs> conferences. When people come here. We're not trying to end no marriage. I'm just saying that like that's what California, yes, being legalized. I've thought about this a long time. Like, yes, California being legal is a big deal. It would hurt Nevada. But at the end of the day, there's the mystique of Vegas and the strip that you can't find anywhere else in the world. So like, to me, it's like, there's a, there's a show that just opened up at the win that I've heard is like the most insane must see ridiculous billion dollar production. Okay. That just opened up. You don't get that anywhere else in the world. In the here. world. I, there's, there's no place like this place. We know it because we live here. I really know it because I worked in a lot of these places. I've seen people come here for decades now as someone who's a native here, raised my family here. We've lived here almost 20 years now. There's something different. I can't explain it. I can't tell you how to market it. Come and see it for yourself. That's what I tell people. And that's not going to change when California gets sports betting. It's... It's going to expand the market. People that never bet on sports are going to bet on sports when California gets it. Yes, 
then they're going to go come to Vegas and they never would have come in a sports book before or even thought about downloading an app. They're going to do it. So it expands the business a little bit. It takes some business away. But for the real stuff, like this, no matter what anybody says, Nevada and Vegas especially have been doing the sports betting thing longer and better than anybody. Now it has its drawbacks. And yes, books limit people and do all that shit. But there's a lot of money that moves in a state where there's 2.5 million people. 3.1. Okay. okay. 2.1? 3.1. It's up. It's over three now. Holy crap. There's more people moving here. Us in Phoenix. I mean, Phoenix is the fastest growing market, but our market is still growing incredibly quickly. It's still expanding. You know, 75% of the population of Nevada lives in Las Vegas. 75% of the state lives Between here? 70 and 75% because people trend in the northern part of the state. They go back and forth, California, Tahoe, right. but back and forth. So like 70% is like the bare minimum. The, the floor is 70%, but some people say it's up to 75% of the entire state. We got to get more water. I ain't worried about sports betting no more. We got to we got to figure out a way to get more water. In this well, we joint. have plenty of water. It's California taking our water is the problem. If we cut California <laughs> off, then <laughs> that's what that's what will happen first. If we want to get into that conversation, but why don't we trade him? Say yes to sports betting. Give us some water. Amen to that. I'm down. Let's go. Let's. Unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, it's just. It, it, I I think the problem that a lot of people have, and I am one of them, is that you look at. The number of money, the number of dollars that were spent on this, and you mentioned it, it was, you just talked about it, like it was designed to kill the other side. And the marketing was so confusing and no one actually talked about sports betting. They talked about the other things that the bills had. It wasn't just like legalized sports betting. It was like, yeah, the money goes to homelessness or the money goes here. Do you think people went to the poll and said, you know what? I hate both of these things. I'm just voting no. Like it, 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 it because it becomes so well, it inundated way, right? in your face. Yeah. You're like, I don't even know what exactly they are, but I don't want to see these ads and I don't care about sports betting no more. I'm voting no. Yeah. Like two groups, $600 million in competing efforts six hundred to do it. I mean, with you. the money raised and spent more than doubled the record amount deployed by Uber in 2020, Lyft and other ride sharing apps to legalize, or sorry, delivery service to prevent drivers from becoming employees eligible for benefits and job protection. Still, pre-election polls showed that ballot measures face an uphill battle to win a majority. More than 30 other states allow sports betting, but gambling in California is currently limited to Native American casinos, horse tracks, card rooms, and the state lottery. Did you know, by the way, that because the guy who won the Powerball, there is a loophole in the California law that states that you don't pay taxes on lottery winnings? What? In California, you do not pay taxes on your winnings in the lottery. He will save $133 million from if he takes a one lump sum, which will be $960 million. What a lucky break. <laughs> California doesn't tax. They list out on $133 million on taxes. They tax everything else, but they don't tax lotteries? <laughs> they don't tax them in Canada at all either. Oh. I don't Canada gambling and, t and lottery winnings don't get taxed. Um, I can't say that I, I don't disagree with that, but just the coincidence that the guy wins it is in California and now he don't have to pay taxes. It's just, it's a, it's a miraculous lucky break for him. That's or her. That's great. Wow. Hmm. 2 billion the guy who sold the ticket 
is the father of a former NFL player, according to Darren Rovell's tweet. Really? You, if you sell the ticket, you get a million dollars. Hell yeah. <laughs> Come so, into my store. Are you not? Oh my gosh. Yeah. We sell the ticket. We get a million. Shout out to my man, Les C. Parker. I see you working, Les. Thank you, sir. Very cool. Watch the show. So we have now the final or the, what would be the final four the year ended today. Top four for college football, the playoffs. It's a Wednesday. So we tend to hit on college football a lot here. Yes. And just to get to the NFL with Adam Hill, as I mentioned in about 30 minutes from the review yeah. journal, but top four TCU makes the top four here. One, two, three. We knew four was the question. Not surprised by that. Are you? Nope. But they are seven point dogs on the road this week. <laughs> right. Here with that. Georgia won. I think everybody knew Georgia was going to be number one. Or my T hat from Texas. Got the Rangers hat? Well, I don't have any burnt orange. Uh, oh. And it's a big T for Texas, and it's the Texas Rangers. And I want Texas to win so we can stop talking about TCU and their getting in the playoff. I don't want to see TCU in the playoff. Do you why, think TCU is, is going to be in the playoff as of today? I do not, but that's that's why I'm glad we can play it out on the field. Well, we're playing it out this week. Texas Longhorns are seven-point favorites against yep. TCU. Alabama is in the top ten. Like I Why? Go away, please. <laughs> They're not going away. We don't... You, you have to, you were the biggest LSU fan on the planet. If you want Alabama to go away this week on the road at Arkansas. If Arkansas beats them, then Bama is alive. To be in what? The SEC championship? Uh-huh. They need to lose to AM. They got two, they have three games left. They got to lose two. two both SEC games, the middle games, the non-conference game doesn't matter. They have to lose two SEC games on the road at Arkansas at home against AM. If that happens, Alabama wins out. They beat Ole Miss. Bama's got the head-to-head on Ole Miss. They will have lost to LSU, but they'll have a game up. They'll be one game ahead of LSU. Bama's in the SEC championship game against Georgia. They beat Georgia. Bama's in. Two lost Bama is in the in the playoffs. I don't want to see that. I know you don't. So that's what I'm saying. You were the. You want to see LSU. that? I want to see LSU take their shot. I do too. I want chaos. I always root for chaos. Chaos is LSU. <sighs> Two loss LSU getting in over one loss Tennessee is beautiful. <laughs> After Tennessee killed LSU, well, LSU could get to the SEC championship and lose. They ain't in. Correct. They beat Georgia. They're in. Right. They ain't beating Georgia. Are they beating? But they'll, but they'll have two losses. Yeah, but they ain't beating Georgia. When you but if they do beat Georgia, hypothetically, they beat Georgia, they got two losses. Mm. Okay, then LSU's mm. in. Georgia's in. You have two spots. Ohio State and Michigan, this game, could you imagine this game? This if this actually played out. It's not going to. But if this actually played out, could you imagine if Ohio State and Michigan played in a national semifinal? They ain't going to let that happen. They'll switch them, make them three and four and Three, they'll switch. Well, so yeah, they're playing each other, so we'll see who wins the game. It yeah, they can't that, be that the, the loser of the game can't be three. Well, if Georgia were to lose a game, Ohio State or Michigan could be number one. Could be one versus well, then four. They'll switch it. Right. That they'll yeah. No, the funny thing four. about the one and the two and the three and the four is that they can make up any order they want, so they set the matchups that they want. There's no 
point system ranking any of this stuff. It's just well, let's is, get in the room but, but, and go, yeah. Oh. But Ohio State, Michigan it would be tremendous in a semifinal. You don't want that in a national championship game. We want to see that. Oh, I do. Uh, with three weeks in between, we see it the last week of the season, and we want to see it again in three weeks. Actually, yeah, it's like a last second field goal. One team wins like 17. Oh, 14. if it's a decent game, but I mean, if it's not a decent game, does the loser just out? They're not even. I mean, in? if Ohio State gets steamrolled by, by Michigan, if, yes. If Ohio State wins by 14 points, Michigan's still alive. Yeah. They'd be still alive. They'd be in contention. They probably won't get there, but they'd be in contention for that four seed. Compare the losses. If you're if you're a one loss TCU team, okay, them winning the Big Twelve, yeah, that would help a lot. Oh, that's you. You made that argument already. You got to win that conference. Got to mean well, something. It does. So let me see something here. I I, I got a little it's confusing I, itself. It's going to take care of itself. These well, rankings no, mean absolutely nothing. But here's the thing, okay? So they're going to play Baylor, huh? So if Texas beats TCU, TCU goes to six and one. Texas goes to five and two. Baylor is playing K State this week, right? Um, Baylor's playing. Oh, who's Baylor playing this week? Baylor's, Baylor's playing K State. Yeah, there are. That's, that's what I thought. Three Baylor, favorite Baylor. So. They're both four and two. So one of those teams is going to go to five and two. So you'd have a five and two Texas team and a six and one TCU team. There's a real good shot that we get a rematch between TCU and Texas. In the big 12 championship. Yeah. Of which neither got to worry about getting in a playoff. Well, no, if TCU is undefeated, if, if Texas, if Texas has three losses and through a tiebreaker, they get a rematch. Most likely they wouldn't, but if there was some way you get a rematch there or you get a Baylor team, which I've been higher on Baylor going into the year than almost anybody. I, I was, I, I really like Dave Aranda a lot, but like if Baylor wins the big 12, Baylor beats TCU, Baylor's got three losses. Baylor's not getting into the playoffs so that kills the big 12. So they're out. Now you've got Oregon sitting there and if Oregon with one loss run to table, I'm rooting for the Pac-12 to make noise. Just leave okay, because then it's the whole point. 49 to three, week one against Georgia. You mentioned it about the matchups. Right. Do the, do the, does the committee want to put Georgia and Oregon on a neutral field to start and end the year? Yes, they do. Okay. Well, I mean, if they if they're left with no choice, I, well, I always have a choice. Tennessee might sit there with one loss. Not want to see Georgia Tennessee again? Nope. On a neutral? Nope. Well, then why in the hell would you want to see Michigan and Ohio State again? Because I think those two teams are really good. I don't think Tennessee is in the same category as Georgia by a long shot. And you hate Tennessee. I don't hate Tennessee. I kind of do. But, but do. <laughs> I, I kind of do. But, but, <laughs> but it's, it's not, this is not, my bias is not showing on this because it's a conference versus division. They'll have neither. They'll have one loss, but they won't have won the division or their, or their conference. Oregon will have both their Neither division the and the conference of the Ohio State Michigan game. Correct, but that's why I would put Oregon over. And both their schedule is caca compared to Tennessee, is it not? Tennessee destroyed LSU. Correct at LSU. That's a win. It's going to be. That's only helping them. I don't know. 
if they win the SEC. So okay, so no, you even want, if they don't win the SEC, by your logic, if you, if you want, you want to stand on that table, that's fine. Georgia, Tennessee, LSU are all in. I quit the playoff. If <laughs> I'm just they telling let you, three of these my, SEC teams in, logic, I'm done with it all. I'm just using your logic. If you're telling me that oh, LSU winning God. only helps Tennessee, Georgia is in. There's no questions. Georgia is in the playoffs as of right now. No okay? matter what happens in the SEC no, championship. Well, they can't. Georgia's yes, no, they have to win out. But if they get, they make the SEC championship undefeated. Georgia in, in win or lose. Win or lose. 100%. One, they have three spots left. Georgia's in. Then if they lose that game, the winner of that game is in no matter correct. what LSU two, That's two, the okay. winner of the Ohio state Michigan game is in there's three. And okay. So if you're going to tell me that Tennessee's like the schedule is so wonderful and they and LSU winning only helps them. You, you don't want to see Michigan, Ohio state again, a rematch can't let it three loss team. Uh, the LSU Who's, loses that game. They can't, you're going to slide one of them in. It's, it's You're right. It's terrible. It's bad for <laughs> – now I might want to change everything I'm saying and root for TCU to be undefeated. Okay. That's, and they, that's they one can't way. deny them. Yep. That's one way. Yep. Undefeated Big 12 champion is in the Trump's playoff. Trump's everything. 100%. Oregon – I mean, if Oregon wins out, TCU wins out, You, it's very possible you're looking at a Georgia, Ohio State, TCU, Oregon Final Four. Committee – will want to throw up. But that's what you could have. Because they're going to give preferential treatment to the conference champion. You're crazy. A one-loss Oregon, okay? A one-loss Oregon is getting in over a one-loss Tennessee if they've got the big, if they have a Pac-12 title. Man, oh man, I'll bet you whatever you want right now. If that happens, I think they give it to the SEC team. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that they are setting this up. They know what's they'll coming. They'll say, "Oh, the forty-nine to three loss." Nah, they know what's coming. The, 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 the committee understands what's coming in a very short period of time, where conference championships will be automatic bids. So they're already starting to be preferential towards conference champs. So a one-loss Oregon team with a conference champ gets their rematch against Georgia. It's man, it's gonna. Man, it, I hope you're right, but but I they gotta look wrong. good. I mean, Oregon's gotta look good. They 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 can't just like you know win these games by last second field goals. They gotta go in there and take care of business the rest of the way and end up with one loss, first game of the year against Georgia. You get your ref- you get your rematch. Georgia beats them by 14 points. Everybody says we told you so. Why'd you do this? And they said, well, the numbers said it was we were supposed to do that. Volunteer fans can go cry in their Rocky Top Cheerios, <laughs> and then we can just go ahead and and, and talk about it. The new Rocky playoff. Top Cheerios. <laughs> well, they rocked up everything. Yeah. You know. Oh, everything is everything's orange. Go cry in Dollywood. <laughs> Go to the Smoky not, Mountains. <laughs> just burying a whole state. <laughs> oh, Tennessee's easy to bury. Come on now. That ain't hard. That's, <laughs> that's punching down. <laughs> that's that's easy. That's like Nashville. I love Nashville. Not a Tennessee town, luckily, though. Nashville's a whole hodgepodge of all sorts of fun things. It's more of a what? bandy town. It's, oh, it's not a University of Tennessee town. I thought you were trying to tell me it wasn't a Tennessee town. No, 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 like no, state UT. of Tennessee. TN. No, UT. Not TN. UT. It's not UT town. It's a mix. It's a hodgepodge. It's, you know, little Vandy, little Bama, little Auburn. Little honky tonk. I love that town. Wonky. Tennessee is so fun. Oh, Second <laughs> Avenue. Please. Broadway. Oh, what a fun town. Memphis is better food, though. I'm sorry, Tennessee. Memphis has got better food than you do. Dry rub, Memphis barbecue, man. Alive. How far apart are they? Nashville and Memphis. Three hours. Oh, it's that far apart. Oh yeah, yeah. The state's long. Oh, yeah. shit. 
It's about that far apart. Yeah, it's good. It's a good two hours, two and a half, three hours. I've done it in a while, but I love Memphis. That's just a bad place to eat. Oh, love eating in Memphis. Love drinking in Nashville. Eating in Memphis. Oh, we got a lot of trips planned. <laughs> it's fun. When we get, when we get the, the the call where we could go do the show on the road, Ooh. it's gonna be it's gonna be scary. Oh, Nashville, Tennessee, sign me up. And then, well, Alabama, Ole Miss. Unfortunately, that game has no significance now. So <laughs> that trip is one that we'll make at some point. Had that trip planned. Bama went and lost. We're going to the Grove. Not happening. Ain't going nowhere now. So LSU, Arkansas. Is this the game of the weekend? I think this is the game of the weekend. This sets up everything. I mean, it's the game of the weekend in the SEC, but isn't think, it the game of the weekend TCU in Texas? Nope. I think this is the game of the weekend. This game has far more significance to me. National championship wise, LSU is flying right now. I wouldn't want to play them. Why is the line only three? Exactly. That's why it's the game of the weekend. Damn, son. <laughs> This is, you've said this a million times to me. This is the game that people walk up and go, LSU just beat Bama. They're only three. Oh, give me the Tigers minus three. Thank you. I love this. This is going to be wonderful. And the Buffaloes are all off the cliff by the fourth quarter. It sounds bad. When you say it out loud, it sounds worse. (laughs) That's, I hear you. You want Arkansas money line? There's certain games in my head where you now are in my head when I see the line and I'm like, yep, that's what that is. <laughs> that is, that is, a, that is this, that is, come on, <laughs> please, let's go. Well, it's funny. Me and B-Hal did eight in the box this morning. He asked me specifically about why this line was three. And I said, listen, this is one of those things. The book gets on a key number right away. Mm-hmm. And we're asking the betters to move us off. And ain't nobody moving nothing right now. <laughs> so, so. That's that's pause for we may have nailed it, which is good, but it's also bad because there ain't no action orders balanced action. I think right now you got two factions that ones are waiting to take as much as they can on Arkansas and trying to get hoping that they get off the three and can get three and a half, four. There's another faction waiting to go. <laughs> LSU really is this good. Arkansas just lost to Liberty. These idiots only made it three. We're going to wait and see if the rhombuses take the points because we're going to lay this thing all the way up to four and a half or five. So the parallelograms are sitting on one side. The rhombuses are sitting on the other. Everybody's trying to outsmart everybody. And the book's going, it's three. Come on in. What do you mm. want to do? Mm. It's fantastic when you get on the key number, because if it's two and a half, they're laying. If it's three and a half, they're taking. We'll put it on three on Monday. Now what you got? It's a cha- it's, it's fantastic. It's, it's Wednesday a- and it hasn't touched, hasn't moved. Ain't nobody know what to do with it yet. Just sitting there. Where's it close? Here. Closes at three. I think it ping pongs. I think if I think somebody throws up a bat signal and says, all right, go to three and a half, see what happens. Bam, right back to three. Someone will go, okay, go two and a half, see what happens. Bam, right back up to three. I'm going to go and say, let me see, where's this game number so I can find it? 211, 212. Still use the game numbers, people. Really helps in the app when you use the game numbers. Nobody does it anymore, but I still do it. 
Uh, let's see, my screen's not refreshing. Awesome. Painted three. Mm-hmm. Painted three. This huh. will be this will be one of those water tests where, like, you know, Chris Andrews, somebody will go, all right, let's see what happens. Let's just for fun, let's move. Three and a half, right back down. Two and a half. What do you think of the total? 63. Because Arkansas can't play defense. That's scary. Yep. Because LSU can a little bit. In the secondary in particular. And if they tackle the way they tackled against Alabama, that's the key because Jefferson can't get free. What he does so well is break tackles because he's a house. So it's really difficult. And LSU was really good tackling against Alabama. If they do that again against Arkansas, it could turn into a route. I mean, right? Arkansas could kill Arkansas. There's no debate in my mind. Arkansas could kill, could get killed by LSU. There's no debate. And I give Brian Kelly credit in the interview after the win against Alabama with Holly Rowe or whoever he was talking to. He literally said, this would be fun for a couple of hours. Arkansas next week. We got to be ready. Like he, his brain already went to the next week. He knows this is rat poison. He knows all their destiny is riding <laughs> on this right now. This game is the biggest game of the year for LSU. Forget it, Florida state, forget Tennessee. Right. If they win out they're in Georgia, then they go to Atlanta to face Georgia with a win to go to the playoffs in his first year. I mean, this is the thing about LSU. If LSU is good, every kid in Louisiana, every kid in Houston, and a lot of the kids in that Arkansas area look to go to school there. They're like, I want to be a part of Baton Rouge because that school is so fun to go to. That environment is so amazing that that's when Alabama and LSU are both really good. The SEC is awesome. Like that is LSU being bad. It's like the Yankees being bad in baseball. It's not good for the brand. It's better. At, college football is better when LSU is really good. Arkansas lost to Liberty. Bounce back spot, looking ahead. Maybe they're overlooking Liberty, non-conference game. Goroff came. Who who was it? No, Addison came in with the game of the week. Is Liberty at UConn? Can we hammer Liberty? What's the line? 25? 14 and a half. That's it? Wow, that seems low. At UConn. That seems low. You got to play in one. I mean, yeah. You got to play in to go to a bowl game. Nobody will go. You get, you know, <laughs> mascot and cheerleaders and four people. So <laughs> enjoy that. <laughs> you, might, you, you might get a crowd of like 100 if you put them in New York and put them at the, at the new, new era pinstripes <sighs> bowl. You might get 30 people to go. Man, oh man. Jeff Dawson and his two daughters might be in the crowd with them. So right. <laughs> UConn, baby. <laughs> they might wind up going. But yeah, I mean, UConn being good at football, people are like, uh, basketball started this week. So um, yeah, we're good. <laughs> Jay Dow Betts, big shout out to him and Mrs. Yep. Jay Dow, Papa Jay Dow. Um, he was talking to me this morning. He's working on some things for us with uh with some people, which by the way, thank you, sir. We'll talk yeah. later about that. Thank you. Um he said his dad is beyond excited and watches the UConn games every single week, hoping they go to a bowl game. Okay. UConn mm-hmm. football changing lives one by one. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. I mean, I'll Connecticut. Give, I'll, I'll give UConn this more than Massachusetts. In Massachusetts, we actually have real sports. So UConn becomes actually something people pay attention to. So UConn football actually could be a big thing because there literally is nothing else for football in the entire state. So there's nothing from nothing in the entire state except Foxwoods, according to you. Oh, well, don't forget about Mohegan Sun, too. There's two. 
So, oh, oh. I mean, he can sun's not bad. Yeah, but I mean, you Harper, call women's basketball is an institution. It is. It's unbelievable. It's it's it, yeah. it's great. And there's like yeah. five thousand people who really give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> so like, that's great. <laughs> Wonderful. I love it. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's great. I look, I, I love it. I covered I come from women's basketball. I do. I mean, I, I, I get it, but like, you know, how many Yukon women's basketball shirts do you see outside of new England walking around the strip <laughs> one a year? <laughs> maybe. Not exactly. I'm trying to think if it's yeah, one or two a year, maybe you one, see someone with well, a Yukon women and they might be like a, 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 a trainer on the team or something. The team's playing at Mandalay Bay or something. Then you might, <laughs> you might see a Yukon women's basketball t-shirt. You're like, Come on. Like, it's just not really something that's going to happen. Like let's, it's just not, it's not there. I mean, Hartford, it's, by the way, covered last night. Coach walks the team covers. Gumpy was sweating the hell out of that last they time. Covered the, they covered the initial or the late number. It opened six. Yeah. Went up to eight. Went back down to six and a half. The game falls seven. Oh. And the way that it covered was they threw a, the ball down. Sacred Heart threw the ball down up seven to a kid under the hoop. And instead of laying it up, he held on to it. If you watch the end of the game, wow. you can't believe that the game middled. Like you cannot so believe. If you, if you laid the late number, though, you, you were excited. you laid six, six and a half. You were happy. And then you took eight. The game falls seven. Impossible the way it happened. Impossible, but it happened. Just Gumpy saying, not it. saying. Just saying. But Gump, and plus eight. He had it. He had plus eight. So. Right. He was sweating that the whole game. <laughs> I saw him on Twitter last night. <sighs> go, go Hartford, and Hartford did it. Bama's on the road at Ole Miss laying double digits again. What is this? What are you guys in these – what are the bookmakers doing here? This is bizarre. They were double-digit spread against Texas, should have lost. They were double-digit spread at LSU. They did lose. They were nearly double-digit at Tennessee. They did lose. What is this? This is like auto fire. Like we're just not gonna not gonna put into into the case that Alabama sucks on the road. It's one of those things that the numbers tell you one thing, but then you watch the games and you like refuse to believe what you see. What number could you make this where you're not gonna just get a waterfall like my gift that I use all the time of Bama money? Are we gonna make this nine and a half? You're getting it anyway. The public's going to bet Alabama after a loss. The stats are, I mean, it's like the most known stat. Alabama after a loss wins by like 25 points on average. Correct. So why are we going to make the number lower? Because you figure the pros are going to come in here and drive this number down. They have not yet. It's weird. Have they? I mean, they have not yet. This is Lane Kiffin. This is home Ole Miss. Lane Kiffin's tweeting out books on Nick Saban last night. <laughs> Phenomenal tweet, by the way. Way to go, Lane. I saw that. World-class role. Coaching principles or something by no, Nick what Saban. Makes Nick, what, make, what makes Nick Saban the greatest coach of all time? <laughs> Outstanding. Outstanding. Like, <laughs> Nick didn't write it. It's written about Nick, but it said, but the, it was, it's just. The it's principles too- or something of coaching by with Nick Saban or something like, and, and it's him on the cover. It's genius. I Kiffin gets the game. It's the seek. It's the leadership secrets of Nick Saban. How Alabama's coach became the greatest ever. 
That's the that's the book he, he tweeted out. Just the tweeted other. the book cover. He didn't well, even put nothing. No book cover with a red pen over it, like he's going through and he's he's making like he's highlighting right? passages. <laughs> passages. Genius. Genius. I love what he's doing. He's I so love funny. it. I don't know if it's going to help his team on Saturday. It might. Or like I mean, you know how I mean, this is this is the game where all of the people in Oxford. This is the hardest ticket of the year every year when Bama comes to town. Everybody wants it. Everybody wants to be there. And they love that their coach isn't afraid to needle Nick, to make it, to make it fun, to make it about a rivalry. We're not afraid of Alabama. Come on in. Let's go. You're in our place now. You're in our building. Vaughn Hemingway Stadium, right? You're in our place. Ole Miss and Alabama have played games where the total points was 120 plus <laughs> under under Lane Kiffin against Nick Saban. Could be total, that again. It could be that. 64 and a half. See ya. That's an over. and a half. The only bet I'm making on this game is over. Speed limit. Go on. See you later. It's, it's This is very square, very predictable, very public, but I don't care because Alabama's secondary blows and the receivers aren't that good. I'm actually worried about Alabama scoring enough. Whoa. Bama's yeah. got Gibbs and they have Bryce Young. That's it on offense. Whoa. They got 81, that tight end that I like. But their receivers are question marks across the board. It ain't like old Miss's defenses are very good, though. Nope. It's not. That's what I mean. Points, points, this points. Is, this is back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Last team with the ball wins, or I mean, Bama could blow them out. I Ole mean, Miss can't blow can't blow Bama out, can they? They can't win it by ten. You asked me this question last week. You said, "Do you think LSU can beat Alabama?" And I told you, "Yes." Yes. Take the fourteen points, thirteen yes. and a half, fourteen and a half. The same yes. question, same answer. Can Ole Miss beat Alabama? Yes. Okay. They can beat Alabama. So it's a, so it's a take. It's, I, I mean, I, I think they're going to be in the game. All my Alabama people, I've got two diehard Alabama friends, and they are both on tables telling me that Alabama is going to annihilate Ole Miss. They say that shit every week. Yeah, this time it's emotional. That's why I know that. Are they wrong. watching the show? Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button, your Alabama friends. All you Alabama people, come on in. Bama That's Mafia, why I know. Guy. This, come is, in. this come is why I know they're wrong, though, because they're emotional about it. They're emotional every week. Nah, then no, no, no. Bama people are kind of like Nebraska people in a lot of ways. Like that, they do try to put like an analytical mind to it and not be overly emotional about it. Right now, this is all emotion. They're furious. They haven't been in this spot for years. <laughs> I mean, when when in on on the fifth of November, Alabama <laughs> is out. They're out. This does not happen. This does not uh, happen to Alabama. They don't know what to do. Though. The team doesn't know what to do. These are all kids who anticipate every year you go to Bama, you're in the playoffs every single year. Getting ready to go to the Liberty Bowl. <laughs> oh, I've covered Bama in those Liberty Bowl games in seasons. It goes south quickly. All right. Against Tennessee, 52-49. Say it again. 52-49. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. They lost. They came back. They won 30-6 to against Mississippi State. Right, who can't score? No, killed them. Yeah, they should have lost to Texas. They killed Louisiana Monroe. They did lose to LSU. Let's see what they do on a bounce back spot. But I just think 11 and a half, 12 points is too high. It's too many okay. points. I, I mean, I think Bama I can win the game. I right. do. I hope you're right. 
I would love to see. Can Ole Miss get in this discussion no, with one loss? No, they can't no, get in no, no discussion. They're going to be an SEC team that beat Alabama. They can't win out and get in a discussion for anything. So their best win is Alabama by four. They lost to LSU 45 to 20 on the road. No shame. No shame. No shame in it, but doing the pecking order thing, Tennessee beat LSU, LSU beat Ole Miss. Oh, the transitive property. We used to so, say this in a book, A plus B equals C and all this other C squared is B squared. I can't remember exactly what it is. If Sonic's here or one of you math guys type in the chat what the transitive property was, but it's hard to keep track of. I just want to, I mean, Ole Miss got one loss and ain't nobody talking about them. What if they beat Bama? It, they're in the conversation. They, they could win the West, but they got that tie break problem. They got to finish a game ahead of LSU. They could. I mean, their schedule. Oh, but they lost to LSU, so they lose the tiebreaker. Correct. So, ah, shit. Yeah. So LSU's got one loss that LSU, that's why LSU controls their own destiny. If they right. win out the next two games, they're in. So that win over Ole Miss is big for LSU. SEC, it means more. There we go. Or uh, Iowa is a home dog to Wisconsin this week. How did this even make the rundown? Because my prediction is alive. <laughs> For Iowa to run it the is, table. It is. So we're going Son to keep, we're going to keep watching this. And I got a home dog this time. Wisconsin. This is the interesting stats in this game. Okay. You, <laughs> you got, got the piece of paper. Uh-huh. Is it you got the notes? Uh-huh. A five and four Iowa, five and four Wisconsin. Both teams have won two straight. Both teams are five and four against the spread, but Iowa is six and three to the under. Wisconsin uh-huh. is six and three to the over. Lord visitor in this game is just one in four straight up over the last five over to Wisconsin nailed Iowa last year when they were a top 10 team, 27 to seven, but Iowa won their last home game at Kinnick 28, seven in 2020. Iowa money line again with this Iowa money line, Iowa money line. That's not be getting plus money on it. Games of pick them. Are you serious? Oh, it's down. It's one and a half this morning. It's well, look at the move. Wisconsin is minus one in some places and it's flipping as we speak. Are you guys watching it down there? <laughs> Are you watching it right now? Listening to this bullshit? Like they just one place just moved LSU to favor or to Iowa favored minus Good. one on the bottom. That's the move. That's the right move. Iowa should be the favorite. I got an Iowa home dog. Five. 34 and a half. What Total in the fun. hell kind of football game is this going to be? <laughs> run, run, run. <laughs> U-G-L-Y ugly, which is perfect for Iowa at Kinnick. Oh, boy. What time does this football game start? 1230 uh, FS1. Yeah. Might have to watch a little bit of this monster. Oh, <laughs> man. What in the hell? So the interesting thing about this game that so Illinois is four and two, right? But their loss last week opened the door for a lot of these teams. Minnesota's oh. three and three, Iowa's three and three, Purdue's three really, and three. Are we really talking about this? Nonsense? Wisconsin's three and three. Iowa the beats heck? Wisconsin. They go right. to four and three. Yeah. All right. Illinois has to play Michigan still. Illinois has to play who? Michigan. How is that even possible? On the road. Trouble okay. for them. So the point. They ain't winning that game. No. Okay. So, so here's the, the thing. 
their win over Iowa, their nine, six win over Iowa very much might put them into the big 10 title game to be 24 point dogs. <laughs> what would I would be same. They're all the same. <laughs> so same. I'm just saying Iowa, Shh. they could share the West. They could share the West title. It's not crazy. And Illinois better not stumble anywhere else because they've got Purdue this week. And then they have at Michigan and at Northwestern. Don't lose to Northwestern if you're Illinois. I mean, this is well, see, this is what's great about college football. Like we could talk about this nonsense division of the Big Ten that no one else is really talking about and actually interested in it. Oh, yeah. Because there's stuff going on that we I mean, it's crazy. They're all fighting for that side to go to that Big Ten title game. To get killed, game. but beat the hell up. But it's still an appearance for your fans. It's a trip. It's for fun. You get you get to go to an environment. You know, maybe you get a miracle. Or maybe something nuts happens. Who knows? <laughs> Illinois is a six point favorite against Purdue. They ain't losing that game, are they? They better Purdue not. They just lost to Michigan State. That was Anything stunning. Anything happen? You're right. That Michigan State loss was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, what? That opened the door. So a lot of people in the Big Ten West went, oh. Okay, hold on a second. Whitrock just came in and said, I was a different team. The offensive line has been much better. They can run the ball again, which helps Petrus in the passing game. Petrus, Petrus. I know Petrus, but yes, I know this. Yes. I told you they were going to fix everything at the bye. (laughs) But then he, Whitrock just came in and said, I'm a Hawkeye fan and I want no part of being the sacrificial lamb in the Big Ten championship. We but, did that last year. And you're going to do it again. And you love it and you'll enjoy it. And eight and four Ferrets will be able to sit there and say, hey, I gave you a eight big 10. Eight and four Ferrets again. What he is. He's eight and four Ferrets. I've been calling him that since 2007. He's eight and four Ferrets. Look how many times that guy goes eight and four. That guy goes eight and four every fucking year. Eight oh. and four Ferrets. Oh. It's what he is. It's man, it's man. clockwork. Like you said, you're watched to it. Up oh, was I going to go eight and four eight every tink, 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 tink. And they're going to go eight and four. They went out and they're going to go eight and four. Damn it. Eight and four ferrets. It's just, it's just, it's just what's going to happen. It's just, it's just <sighs> nuts. So, you know, it is what it is. And we'll see how, how it ends up going. Uh, Adam Hill is checking in. We're going to get to him here in just one second from the oh, review man. journal from the facility at the Raiders oh. as the Raiders have the Colts coming in this weekend, two and six internet rumors. Teams taking on the Colts. They don't beat the Colts. Oh, boy. Favored by six or six and a half points. Two and six. You know, in this game, they don't beat the I mean, my goodness. I don't advocate one and dones for anyone in coaches, but my gosh, if this was a must-win game, this is a must-win game for the Las Vegas Raiders. You got to calm people down. Golden Knights are the best team in hockey, arguably. They're damn good. They're the best team in the West. I don't know if they're the best team in hockey because your Bruins are just ridiculous. And they got guys coming back. Davis is putting it out there that his power ratings say the Bruins are the best team in the league. Bullshit. Jim Montgomery, baby. But Bruce Cassidy is doing a hell of a job here. And Bruce Cassidy is making funny videos for the Golden Knights and stuff and enjoying yeah. it. It's 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 quite yeah. interesting. Um, so just we'll we'll do quickly college football and then we'll get to Adam here in a second. Um, yep. one more topic on it. What what do you make of? We touched on it quickly, but Texas laying seven at home against TCU. Game days going there. Game days have to like actually apologize for this. They've Why? had to say, because they've gone they've done Texas before, so they're like, hey, we're not because they could go to LSU Arkansas. 
Like they could follow the LSU story, but instead they're following the TCU story. And so they're like, Hey, don't get mad at us. We're going to go follow a big 12 team. They've done a couple of big 12 games. It might be the third time they've done Texas this year. Apparently it's a great place to go. One. Oh my gosh. It's Austin. Yes. It's yeah. insane. And so that's, I don't blame them for that. The weather, Two, the weather. <laughs> it's warm. Yeah. But I mean, TCU's legitimate. Like if they win, they could be in a championship. You got to go there. Do you agree with the line? It's simple. If the line was four and a half, I'd think differently. Okay. You know, but no, the line came this, another key number. Put it on the seven and see what they do. Ain't nobody coming in with bags yet to take TCU, right? Where where's it where's the money coming? Texas is winning this football game. Come on. Man. John Robinson's so good. Texas TCU played their defense. best game of the season last week. They did. They played they their did. best game of the season. They're they're peaking now. I mean, they almost beat Bama. But he forgets about that. Bama had to kick a last-second field goal to win. You get the biggest game of the year. I can't explain the Texas Tech loss. Cannot. Cannot. It's derailing everything. The Texas you know, Tech loss. And they lost derailed. to Oklahoma State, which, again, they got outscored. Was Oklahoma State's probably best game. Big 12 is now competitively weird hard. Like, Okie State stinks right now. Oklahoma State stinks. Caca. Bad. And now they've got Iowa State going there. Right. Iowa State yeah. is 7 and 2 to the under this year. Under again this week. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, I we'll, agree. We'll 3 3 and 0 oh on the road. Matt, let us know where we can bring on Adam. I think he's he, Adam he looks, looks like a gangster and he's coming in here hot. I love it. I swear he's the best. <laughs> I think we'll we will we'll, we'll yeah, bring him up. You can go, Matt. You go. You can when he's ready. You can go just to just bring him up, and we'll welcome him. Welcome in. Yeah, Adam. Adam's ready. He don't need no prep. <laughs> yeah. Adam, uh, joining us from the facility here in Las Vegas, Adam, Matt, and Dave. Good to see you, my friend. How are you? I'm good. I'm having a little bit of a connection issue. Hopefully, you guys can hear me okay. We hear you great. Don't okay, move. and I you do look great. You sound great. Everything's great. Well. I'm sure I look great, of course, but uh, the the background, it is a hostage video situation here. I, I had to find a back closet uh, to try to go from, so not the usual Zoom background, certainly not as good as uh, as Dave's the awesome city background there, but I did want to say thank you, Dave, for the shirt. Uh, very much appreciated with the uh, Yale Bulldog shout out. Well, it's, it's not. It's, it's not. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Yale don't teach hustle. Oh, no. Yale don't teach hustle. Oh, no. So, I mean, it's one of those. But it looks like it from up here. But yeah, I'm I'm out now. I'm out. (laughs) That's fine. fine. I didn't expect you to be in. What you're in is in the Raiders practice facility, Adam. And Pete Ralt got a hold of Las Vegas locally's thing yesterday, and there was a lot of people talking about it. What the hell is going on over there? Police, can you tell us anything? Sounds like nothing. Really? So I'll say this. Uh, I saw the same things on Twitter. I was actually standing in line to vote and uh, scrolling through Twitter. And I said, wait a minute, this isn't good. What is going on here? So from the time, it was actually quite a long line too, from the time I got in line uh, and saw this tweet until the time I was at the front, it had gone from, uh, what is this internet stuff to, oh, this is something real to a player telling me, hey man, I haven't heard anything, but now you've got me scrolling Twitter and trying to find out what's going on to... I think this is nothing. 
like all in the case of, you know, on the, on the span of like 45 minutes or whatever it was. Wow. Uh, so it sounds like it might be nothing. Sound, hey, maybe there's maybe, who knows, maybe, you know, before the end of this call, there'll be something popping. But um, I did see, you know, somebody just randomly tweeted out TMZ is about to drop a big story. Right. And then late in the evening last night, the, uh, the sports editor at TMZ was like, yeah, well, we're not. I don't know what this guy's talking about. So oh, I think my. I would know if we were going to put out a big story. It's interesting. Yeah, the rumor was involving three skill players potentially doing something imp- improper with pictures and sending it to a waitress. And you had you know Josh Jacobs tweeting out going like, wait, 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 like what is going on? Why is <laughs> yeah. my name being associated with this? I'm not doing anything with this. Why is this being talked about? Is it just kind of like par for the course with where this team is right now at two and six? That like there's just a lot of bad mojo out there. Yeah, I mean, that's possible. But I mean, you haven't really sensed that in the locker room. It seems like you know, if this was really was just one person that tweeted this, which I traced it back to the original tweet that put, that was sent out. Um, if it's just one person at home just saying like, hey, let's have some fun tonight. It's a Tuesday, it's election day. Nobody's talking about sports. Let's just throw this out there. That's possible. Look, it's also possible there's some story that's surfacing and bubbling. And sometimes these take time to get to the surface. But I'll tell you that the, the player I talked to yesterday, honestly, genuinely was like, Bro, I'm just as interested as you are. Like, I would love to hear what this is. I don't know what it is, uh, but I would think I would have heard about something. And he was like, I, I haven't. And he, he assured me that. So who knows? So, like, that, that's, look, this was last year for me. My life was not about writing about football. It was about <laughs> writing about a bunch of other things that really sucked. And it wasn't a fun year uh, to be covering this team, honestly. Um, look, I, I, as a journalist, I don't care if it's wins or losses. I just want it to be interesting. And right now it's fairly interesting on the field. I think um, I don't need these other things to write about. I'm a, I'm a gossip columnist guy. I'm a TMZ guy. I love it. Like I've always loved TMZ. One of my dream jobs was to work at TMZ. Right. Um, so I love that stuff. But like when you're covering a team, that stuff is a nightmare. Like there's so much to do day to day of what's going on. What's going on with Darren Waller's hamstring is an everyday story. I hate all these other things and especially when they involve what they did last year with just tragedy and, and just awfulness oh well that's what i was going to ask you so you're at adam hill lvrj it's adam high triple l vrj so that's a little different way that's, to say it adam okay. um the chat's going crazy they want you to up your hat game i told them you're an og and that is a hat there's probably a story behind the hat that you can tell if you want or not but you've been covering stuff in town between the rebels and MMA and all this other stuff. And now you're the beat writer basically for the writers. And you said last year was tough. What's it like covering a team that's two and six and had expectations that were up here and now they're down here. I'd rather talk about the hat. Do, do that first. This is your, uh, go tell about first, the hat first. Yeah. First of all, uh, you want to be alum. Uh, so, you know, I, I'm, I'm here in Vegas. I love it. And, uh, I've had this for a while, obviously, but it is also, this is a big week. It's a big week. What? So Devontae, Devontae Adams and Derek Carr both speak on Wednesdays. Fresno so today, State. Today is Devontae and Derek Day. They played oh. at Fresno State. Oh. Fresno State is playing UNLV at Allegiant Stadium on Friday night. You so going? Th- Maybe we'll go. What time's oh, the game? There. I'll be there. 7.30? 7.30 or 8. I'll meet you there. And uh, Devontae and Derek will both be there, and uh, they're talking today, so they're going to have to look at my hat while they're answering questions from me. Beautiful. <laughs> look, at the, oh, look, at, look at the troll job of the Raiders. Always working. This is Adam Hill. It's always working. I love it. 
me, look at you had the creamsicle working the other day. That was uh, that was the most impressive. That's pretty nice. The creamsicle buck stuff. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that's pretty good. All right. Well, good. along along those lines, I'll I mean, cover the so- team. Yeah, I think I'll cover the team. I can answer, I can answer that question. I mean, look, look, it's it sucks that they're again. I don't care about the outcome of the team. Like I, I just write about what the stories are, whether it's good or bad or how it's working. But um, I will say, when a team is losing, especially now that we're back in locker rooms, we we didn't have locker rooms for two years. So it's a very different experience of covering a team. Now being back in the locker room and interacting with guys every day, like when they lose, it's not, the stories aren't as fun. They're not as willing to open up. They're not as willing to tell stories. They're not as willing to talk about, you know, background things and um, give you good information. Like I, I talked to some of the best stories I've had this year were like Jermaine Illuminor, who is a, an offensive tackle for the Raiders who is from England. And I've been able to talk to him about some things about, you know, and Jakob Johnson is from Germany. So like talking to them about things. Uh, in the past uh, that they've gone through, but there no, nobody's as willing to talk about interesting, fun stories when they're two and six. Right. So right. Uh, from that perspective, mm-hmm. it, it's not, it, it's not as good when they're losing. And, um, but you know, when a team, I'll, I'll say this, it's, it's interesting to cover a team that is either is really bad or really good. And and I don't All think right. this team is really bad, but the record is. So there, there's, there's definitely stories to tell. You know, it's interesting because as being a New England guy, a lot of mixed feelings about Josh McDaniels and what he did with the Patriots and him coming here and the expectations that he had that were there because he learned in Denver, the mistakes he made in Denver were not going to happen here. This team is still losing close football games. This team is still not performing other than the saints game. They're not winning the games that we thought they were going to win this week. You have the Colts coming in. You have Jeff Saturday as the head coach, a 30 year old play caller coming in and Sam Ellinger as the quarterback, the lines less than a touchdown kind of telling you where the Colts are defensively against the Raiders. But what's the mood for this game? Does it feel like a must win? Do the guys talk about like, we have to win this game. Yeah, because they haven't, you know, they haven't abandoned the season yet. Um, mathematically, everything that they wanted to do is still on the table, right? I mean, you could, you could make a run and there's a lot of talk about last year. Uh, this team did make the playoffs. This team was kind of counted out all the things that they went through off the field. They lost four or five at one stretch. And all of a sudden just went on this long winning streak and Josh McDaniels wasn't here then, but he did reference that today. He said, look, all these guys uh, that are here that were here last year were part of that. And they know that no matter what the the standings say, or no matter what the numbers say, if you're alive, you're alive. It's the old chip in a chair theory in a, in a poker mm-hmm. tournament. Like, Hey, if I'm still sitting here and I still had a chip, might as well try to win this thing. Um, so that's, that's the mindset right now. Now, when that changes and when they're, when they're mathematically out of it at, at some point, which they likely will be, uh, we'll see how that kind of changes the, the landscape of things. But I'll, I'll, I'll say this, trying to think how to phrase this right. Uh, the Raiders did move on from a former first round pick yesterday and Jonathan Abram. They, they, right. they let him go. He has not been good on the field, but I also, I, I'm going to talk to some guys today to get more insight on it maybe, but I also wouldn't be surprised if he was starting to be like, if his a negative attitude, influence in the, in the, in the locker room. Yeah. If he, if he just started, if he started, you know, being more vocal, cause he, he was with us, I'll say that with the media, he did not like us. They didn't want us around and right. uh, was very you know surly as I, as I tweeted yesterday. Mm, yeah. Um, but did he, did it start to get to a point of like, now we're two and six. Now his act is getting like, Hey, it's, it's negative on everybody. And we're going to move on. Like that's a possibility. Nobody said that on the record. I'm just saying from my observations, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was part of whatever went down yesterday. And so look, I, I think they're still trying to manage. Hey, 
let's let's stay positive let's try to keep driving toward the goals and you know when when it is over over like when when you say hey even if you win every game you're done you're not in it then i think you start to change to looking at the future and that sort of those sort of things but i think right now their attitude is look this team is capable of winning every game that they step on the field and, and if you say the one game hey maybe the chiefs game is going to be tough but it's the last game of the season and the chiefs might have had everything wrapped up right. and so maybe you can win that game. So like, I don't think there's an unwinnable game on the schedule for this team, but I don't think there's an unlosable game on the schedule for this team either, including wow. this week. Okay. Um, the show's called Bostonian versus the book. You were on at the Super Bowl. You know, we've talked, you're, you're into the betting. You've been in Vegas, graduate UNLV, but Buffalo native. There's no New England Patriots to talk about, but big news in the NFL and big line movement. The Bills went down to three and a half. Now you're a noted Buffalo Bill. Can I say hater? I don't know if you're a hater, but like you don't like the Bills. There was there was an incident. So uh, first of all, I'm not a I'm a native of Detroit, and Ann Arbor is uh, where I'm from originally. I messed up. Uh, my entire, my, well, I think you you think it because my entire family, my mom's entire side of the family is from not only from Orchard Park, Hamburg. You told me. Are, that. You can park, like you can park at their house and walk to the games and tailgate. So like growing up, the Buffalo Bills were my existence. Like that was my culture, everything I was about, even though I didn't live there uh, for sure. See how confusing that could be and why I could assume that you were from Orchard Park, Buffalo? And I was an obsessed, I was an obsessed Buffalo Bills fan until I started covering the NFL and then you don't have fandom anymore. But also I did have a very, 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 very negative experience with fans in Buffalo. Oh, and I so okay. I don't like every week I watch them and I'm like, I, I'm not comfortable with a lot of these fans, like getting to celebrate victories after yeah. you said the things you said about players that I heard right. and I, I didn't like it. So, yeah. So I, for my life, I was an obsessed Bills fan. I no longer am. Okay. Um, but, uh, so but you I want the Vikings this week? Well, it, I mean, I think the line would indicate that Josh Allen's probably not going to play. I mean, I know he's not practicing today. They're saying he's day to day. I feel like it's, it's not as bad as some people feared, but I also don't think it's as good as the most optimistic outlooks for the injury, right? Yeah, and I, I also based on that line move, he ain't playing. Yeah, I would say he's he's not playing, right? Because you saw it was like it was higher than it's a five and a half based on will he play or won't he play. You had to kind of take your stand. Uh, like, do you bet against bet against him thinking he's not going, or do you bet on him thinking he will go? And um, yeah, I think the line would indicate that nobody thinks he's going to play. And why would he play? Like this, this is an injury that. If you if you make it worse, if you aggravate it, this could be a like not a not a multiple. This could be career, career threatening in terms of like, will you ever be able to throw the ball the same again? So I would say absolutely, you don't play the guy. Right. No, I, I want to go back to the Raiders real quick because I, I just I want to squeeze one more question I didn't get answered about the way the team played last week against the Jaguars in the first half, where it was Devontae Adams, everything. It was all him. They fed him the football like crazy. They've done that at times, and then they've gone away from him at times. The Colts' defense is pretty good. Well, going forward, what do you think is going to be the game plan for this? Because Josh Jacobs has run the ball really well at times, effectively this year. You mentioned Waller in the hamstrings been a big concern, but is it going to be just get the ball to Adams as much as possible the rest of the way? I, mean, I think that's always kind of plan one, <laughs> plan one, one and two, and then if teams take it away, you go in a different direction. Uh, a couple of things about that game. First of all, Josh Jacobs read the ball very effectively last game, even if the numbers didn't say it. He had 67 yards, 66 were after contact. That is incredible. <laughs> he he had an unbelievable game, even if the numbers tell you that he didn't. 
So sometimes that's why you have to look a little bit more into uh, into some of those numbers. And here's the thing. They did not stop throwing the ball to Devonta Adams. That's a huge misconception of what happened last week. He had nine catches on nine targets in the first half. He had one catch on eight targets in the second half. Like they just stopped Ooh. completing the ball to Devonta Adams. They didn't stop throwing the ball to Devonta Adams. And and the other part of this is, uh, I know Devonte complained about it a little bit, and fans were complaining like, "Hey, why did you stop throwing to Devonte Adams when it worked so well in the first half?" Well, I went back and looked at the tape twice because I still couldn't believe what happened in that game. From from the fact that from when there was forty five seconds left in the second quarter, they were up twenty to seven. Yeah, when they were when there was thirteen minutes left in the game, they were down twenty four twenty. They had ran exactly five offensive plays in that stretch. What? Five. That's it? Five. Five. The, the, they kicked the field goal with 45 seconds left in the second quarter. Jaguars went down and kicked the field goal at the, at the buzzer. Got within, got within uh, 20 to 10. Jaguars got the ball first in the second half. A very, very long touchdown drive to make it 20 to 17. Raiders got five plays on offense. And then the Jaguars had another very long touchdown drive to make it 24-20. So five offensive plays over the course of more than a quarter, almost almost the quarter and a half of game time. And that's what happened. And by the way, those five offensive plays run for eight, run for 14, I believe it was. And then a pass to Devontae Adams for zero at the line of scrimmage, uh, then two incompletions. So like they didn't stop throwing the ball or throwing the ball to Devontae Adams. They just didn't have the ball. And they had one offensive possession and didn't do anything with it. So that's kind of what happened in that game. Now they, then they had three, four chances in the fourth quarter to try to come back from that 24, 20, they got the ball back three times and didn't do anything with it. So that's where it really was an issue. But in terms of just surrendering that lead, it was just that they didn't have the ball. Damn. Um, all right. Last one for me. And uh, you know, if Matt has room for you, that's great. If not, he's at Adam Hill, LVRJ. Two things. Monday, college basketball started. You're a college basketball assassin. I mean, you just you find these bad numbers, good numbers. You're watching games ain't nobody else watching. I want to know what you did on Monday with 107 games going on. And two, can you really do the Humpty Dance if you called upon and do the whole karaoke thing? Is the Humpty Dance really your go-to song? I've been known to crush it. Dave. Like I'm not much of, I don't like to, you know, pat myself on the back. Uh, but you, you know, some people that have, that have seen it and witnessed it. I've heard um, our good friend, Tony Miller, our good friend, Tony Miller at the golden nugget will, uh, will attest. He's seen it a couple of times. He was, uh, he told me he was blown away. Blown away uh, was actually yeah. exactly what Tony fucking said. Yeah. He said, it. I'm blown away. Yeah. Adam Hill did it better than Humpty. He said, it's forget yeah. about it. Wow. Uh, well, uh, that's not, that's, I was second maybe to Humpty. Humpty crush it. He said you'd uh, make you pick him against them. And he said you'd make you minus 9,000 against Rex. Rex Byers challenged him. And we might set this up at some point. Poor I will Rex say this. said he could do it. He can't Look, do it. I'm not, again, I'm not, I'm not one to, to brag. There is zero, listen, listen to me right now. Zero chance that he could do it better than me. Zero. Come on. Come on, man. And and you're going to be maybe disappointed, maybe uh, maybe not. Uh, how did I spend my, my Monday in terms of college basketball? First, I went to the UNLV game uh, uh, at night, saw UNLV take on Southern. And uh, the Lady Rebs also opened their season with a victory, so uh, so okay. good for them. Uh, I, was, I was over there, too. 
but I was uh, while I was there watching the live stream on my phone of Yale versus Sarah Lawrence. What's wrong with you? Under? You bet the under? What'd you bet? Oh, we we uh, we and I want to say we. I mean Yale. Uh, that is my uh, obsession in college basketball. Uh, we played very good defensively. Big big win. No, I, I didn't even bet it. Uh, Yale's my squad. So uh, the Ivies. He's one. He's the guy that watches the Ivies. He's that guy. Love it. Wow. The stream was great. The stream was great. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious, Adam! Thank you for taking the time, my friend, and coming Sarah, out coming on Sarah the show. Lawrence, not not very good, by the way. Don't uh, don't. That's not a team to keep an eye on. They were not good. They could not score. It wasn't. Yeah, we'll mark that down. Sierra Lawrence, we're not going to bet on them. My friend, thank you so much for doing this. Really appreciate it. We'll catch up down the line, all right? See you, brother. See you guys. Love you. Adam Hill, the Las Vegas Review Journal, joining us here on the Bostonian versus the book. Great stuff with him. Really appreciate his time coming from the Raiders. I knew he watched the Ivies. I didn't know about the Yale thing. I just put this crazy. Sometimes I'll just put something on and then we'll have a story there. He thought I was wearing the Yale stuff for him. Oh. But he's he's told me this before. He's like, I love the Ivies. I watch them. You can bet them. The numbers are soft. It said that for years. I oh, learned soft that offshore. Is, yeah, soft is a understatement. In uh, we had a guy that used to kill us. We tried to hire him. He used to bet wow. the Friday night Ivy Leagues. I, I forget what I called him. Ivy League something. And my guy that I worked for was like, you know, what are we doing? I said, you know, he's got better numbers than us. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I, I'm not watching. I don't I don't. I have a clue. I didn't We're know. to hire him. Until – COVID hit, and I should have been aware of this, but I did not realize that Friday night Ivy League basketball is a thing. Hell yeah. I did not know this till COVID because I was looking around for what the hell am I going to bet for the daily podcast? And then I got into it and Friday night Ivy League became a thing. And I would, I don't bet it consistently, but on Friday nights, I'm definitely paying attention more than I have since COVID over the last three years. There's a lull from the end of January until beginning of March where there's nothing on Fridays except now they're starting to put in like a big 10 game or something right. on Fridays. They're start, yeah. starting to just weed some things in Wisconsin, Green Bay conference, whatever that is. They always Wisconsin, Milwaukee, MAAC so, mid American athletic Conference. No, not the Mac, the mid, the mid was a MAAC or MAEAC, whatever. Yeah. I don't put know it about. in the chat. People. Yeah, I know one of yeah. you to know, but yeah. I don't, whatever that is, but it was, it was it's Ivy's and you can, so we had guys come in to try to bet five thousand a game. Wow, Ivies. What even in here in Vegas, guys would come in. They would bet the Friday night Ivies and then the openers on Saturday. Because with one hundred and twenty games, you try to get a little better feel for the for the number by putting them up on Friday night. And there's a lot of opportunity on on Friday night for Saturday college basketball. We'll talk about that yeah. as we get closer to that in December. All right, and to the NBA tonight, the Brooklyn Nets are at home laying three and a half to the New York Knicks. You will need to tell me why. This game is part of better to book it. The number moved against me. I mean, come on. I thought, I, listen. What is told, this? Is we told the people yesterday about the Flyers line. Sometimes the line's just wrong. How about that? How about I, I, I very rarely do I get to call that out and get to pile drive and say that, that was a fucked up number. That was a fucked up number. <laughs> told everybody, told everybody the night before on just the picks. We told everybody no today, the next day on the, yeah. on the show, they should have moved the number while we're, I mean, we know you're watching the show. Just move the number back down. We try to yeah. tell you, you didn't listen yeah. and, and the flyers run them away. 
Um, I don't know. Feel I don't feel as confident about this one. No, <laughs> at all, because it's the Knicks. Well, they're also on the road. If it was, you know. yeah. I mean, it's Nets, it's three and a half now, P. Right? I know. Number moved against me. Like I said, it's moved against me. But oh, you took I, two and a half last uh-huh. night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I still think the Knicks win the game outright. I told you this Brooklyn team is a. They just named. Uh, Jock Vaughn, the coach now, he may is out. What is that? What the hell just happened while we're doing a show? He's in, he's out. Last week he was well, going to be the all guy. All we know is they must have done their due diligence. I mean, some some PI. Oh, they got a guy in the room that's going to take the job. Why would you mess up that right now and bring him in and bring it, make it more of a circus? But it was we done. need to go away. The Nets went to the Celtics and said, can we have permission to speak to Ime Adoka? They said, yep, you can have him for free. The Nets, <laughs> the Nets must have gone. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 whoa. We were going to give you draft choices. Like, what do you mean? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean? You What What do we – Hold on. What trap are you laying for us right I'm now? I, I think I think that's what happened. I'm I think somebody, when an offer is too good to be true, like, why do you want him – wait, you're going to let him walk? <laughs> and then they did their due diligence. They made some phone calls, and they went, oh, no. Okay, then maybe the story, this is what I was talking about. The story is that bad. The story is horrific. We don't know it yet. They've buried it for whatever reason, but whenever somebody opens that box, they slam it shut and they go, oh, fuck no. I want no part of it. <laughs> nah, I want no part of it. I'm out. Nope, 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 nope. Nope, done. Next guy. Jock, you're the guy. We're out. Emay, see you later. He may never coach again in the NBA. Odoka might be done, done. Jeez, Really? That was the job. I mean, that was it. That was if he was going to get a job and re, if he was going to be able to do it again and get himself rehabilitated, his image, that was it. Go coach Kevin Durant, revitalize the season, take him to the postseason, get to sing, hey, this is consensual, blah, 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 my mistake. I live and learn. Moving on. A team opened up that Pandora's box and said, no way, man. Jacques Vaughn, you're our guy. We ain't doing that. Sorry, Ime. Well, I mean, hasn't the public, uh, the uh, PR people, haven't they had enough? Like somebody might have just said, listen, no, we're not taking them no. now. It's winning. It's about winning. It's about. Why can't they win with Jock Vaughn? They can. They, and they might and win if more. they don't, it's easy. He's gone at the end of the year and we bring E-May in. Let this cool. thing cool down, no? Fair. I mean, if it's nothing. If, if it's, it's nothing. What now? I mean, there might, like now. The the what you said, it might be something something. Woj really and real. Shams are both reporting that Ime Adoka is expected to be named the head coach of the Brooklyn Nets in 24 hours. Listen, some of these guys just take the news right. I mean, they don't even investigate it. They just get it fed. I to know, them. but Woj and Shams are rarely wrong, and they both have the same report. They're rarely wrong about this stuff. The Nets Woj were was pretty on, wrong about the NBA draft. That well, affected that's, everyone's been wrong in the draft, but nobody it, remembers the draft. A lot of no, people made their money for the I year didn't on the remember. Draft. I said no one knows anything about the draft. I said I didn't say remember it. No one, no one knows anything. They about the reported draft. it like they knew. Well, fine, but I'm just saying, Woj, generally speaking, he's told from a source high enough to go public with it. The Nets were planning on hiring Ime Adoka. And then something happened. Somebody made a phone call. Somebody asked the right question. Yeah, said we can't can't have this right now. We're dealing with this other guy and all of his shit. (laughs) 
we can't bring in email and deal with that shit <laughs> on top of it because everybody's leaving the offices. Fair. I'll give you that. That seems fair. And they don't have a PR person right now. <laughs> they have an opening for their head of, head of PR. <laughs> person walked. Person was like, I'm out. How how much could they pay, pay him for that job? <sighs> Mikey, lot, right? awesome. Addison, you guys want that job? Anybody? Like, seriously, which I don't, I mean, I would not. What are we going to do in there? Go in there and say, hey, let's focus on the team. Let's do taco giveaway. Let's score 105 and give away tacos. I said, I don't know. Holy crap. Yeah, it's tough. Clippers, Lakers tonight. Yeah. Clippers laying three and a half. Yes. Do a little Knicks, Clippers, Moneyline parlay. Fade the Lakers, fade the Nets. Why is this only? Why is this only? You tell me because they won two games in a row. What am I missing? I don't understand. Lakers are suddenly fixed. Let's go ahead and ride LeBron. <laughs> I mean, they got last game was against Utah, right? When he didn't play, they got destroyed. Yep. But they're home. So they game. fixed everything and it's three. It's now. Yeah. They've on. lost three games in a row again. They won yeah, two games in a row against the Pelicans and the Nuggets, lost to the Jazz, Cavs, and, and Jazz again. Man, death taxes and people betting the Lakers. I mean, that's the things you could count on every day in the book. Like, I mean, come on. Who's betting the Lakers? Come on in. Let's go. We'll get you, we'll get you a front row seat and some drink tickets. Lakers? I don't get it. I don't, I don't know. I don't I, I just there's two games that I'm afraid of because they seem too easy. This is one of them. This does seem way too easy. I'm afraid of it because I'm like, what am I? What do I don't know? I'm scared. Somebody knows something I don't know. This should be six. Nobody knows shit. Have you not been paying attention? Relax with that. This number bothers me. I'm nervous about this number. What's the other game? Two possession game. It's the next game. Your Penguins suck. Terrible. (laughs) They've lost seven games in a row against the Capitals. It's a heated rivalry at home, though. They're favored. I They're minus see. 140. They this is the sometime, WTF right? line of the day. <laughs> Yesterday was the WTF line with the Flyers in a team that had lost six games in a row. And they were favored. And they lost badly. This game <laughs> is the other WTF game of the day. I want to bet the Capitals, but I'm like, what the hell don't I know? Penguins have lost seven games in a row. I don't care about three days off. Lost seven games in a row. And and the game is in Washington. And they're on the road. <laughs> what is going on? And I, <laughs> so hit refresh now. It's minus 120. So it's coming minus down 123. It's still. And it's higher everywhere else. It's yeah, minus it's 130. It's 138 at FanDuel. Somebody's sleeping there. They want you to take the cap. They must need the capital money. Somebody must have bet penguins there. That's 10 cents off. That's a scalp. If you get the right numbers, that's. uh, So what am I missing? Guys, you're watching the show. You've been going, uh, you could lay it here in town and you could take it over there. That's pretty good. Lay 123, take 128. Hello. Uh, Um, I. I have no idea what you're missing, Matthew. I just, I don't know. This is I, you, you I can't bet them both because because like the my spider sense is going off, going like. At worst, you split, don't you? I don't know. 
At worst, you I split them both, but both I didn't bet either one. I you was bet like, against the team when they're on that losing streak. Like the Penguins are going to win a game, but I don't. Is it tonight? I don't know. You said it. Rivalry game. Three days. They've had three days off to kind of get themselves right. Capitals have been scuffling. They're okay. They're not outstanding. Up and down. I saw a stat, a stat today that Ovechkin and Crosby have the same number of career points. It's insane. How is that possible? Don't know. Same number of career points at this point, after this many years? And it's different because he's got the goals and Crosby's got the assists, right? It's, it's, it's nuts that they would come that close with the number exactly, like right now exactly. How? That's crazy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't get this number. This this just doesn't doesn't make a lick of sense out of me. If you're watching this and you want to, I mean, my picks would be lay the three and a half with the Clippers and take the plus the points with the Capitals. I'm not doing it for just the picks, but that's what you should do. Like, <laughs> bet against the bad teams. Lakers are bad. Penguins are bad. Bet against the bad teams. It pretty much a formula for success most times. It doesn't win every time. We're not here to give you 100% winners. We're here to help right. you make better bets. Laying a short favorite with the Clippers, not bad. You get under two buckets, okay. If it's minus three, which it is now, it's you know one possession, and then taking plus money with a home team against a team that's lost seven in a row. I don't know if you know SoCal would call that a GPP general principle play, but it's not a bad bet. I am seven and zero oh oh. on my last seven bets. You said this out loud. Blindly fading the team on a back-to-back. Okay. In what sport? Hockey. Okay. Tonight, Vancouver and Montreal are both on back-to-backs. So playing each other. I know. So how do you handle that? You can't, I don't, you're, you're, it's your system. How are you handling it? Took the team at home. Team took, at home. Took team at home with plus money. So you're fading Vancouver? Yes. Okay, so when both teams are on back-to-backs, you just take the home team. Would you do it if they were favored? You taking them because they're plus, or are you just going to say take the I, home I like team? it even more. The reason why I bet it is because I, I would like Montreal. I probably would bet Montreal, but I prefer Montreal because I got Montreal at plus 120 last night. It's up. The numbers moved against me. Yes, it has. It's like plus 140 now, right? It is. Yeah. Minus 160, <laughs> plus 140. Much more. So much the market more disagrees with you. Yes. Which okay. that's okay. The market disagreed with you yesterday with the St. Louis Blues. And yep. They're a team that they they the Blues lost to the Flyers yesterday. They lost eight in a row yesterday. That's the longest losing streak in their franchise history. And they were favored. They were favored. <laughs> they were favored. And people bet them from minus 115, 20 up to 35 or 40s would have closed. Yep. So, I got plus 110. I, I didn't get that there were better numbers all over the board by the time the game went off. Yeah. People I betting mean, against the streak. I don't, I mean, as far as the side, I guess take the plus. That makes sense. Over. I'm, I have not two been teams great on a back to back. I have been hockey, great on or it's, or, or it's 2 1. Or it's a dead game, right? Yeah, there's no legs, no nothing, zero. It's Bell Center, so I hope that there's a jump for the Canadians. Was Montreal at home or on the road yesterday? Won a shootout on the road. Okay, so they were on the road. They came back. Vancouver was against Ottawa, 1-1-6-4. Vancouver was up in Ottawa and came down. Yep. Right? Or over. Yep. Over, Over. whatever it is. East. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, you get two schools of thought there. Back-to-backs, a lot of times people will bet under. I like over. Tired hockey means more goals, more opportunities, penalties called, more shots on goal. I can't. I think Vancouver must have get checked the box card. I think they gave up 50 shots on goal yesterday. They were outshot after two periods. Me, Marenzi, and Cam were on. He said it's 31 to 11 shots on goal, and the game was tied. So, Six four final. Yeah. Look at so, you, hockey guy. Let's ride this. I like it. Yeah, I, winners. I, I, I love button hockey. I mean, it's, it's, I know this, this is just a streak. This is a lucky streak. I'm just picking the right team to fade. I'm just that's fading. fine. Yeah, I'm just fading these. People are loving it. I mean, this is this is yeah. what's fun is when I get on one of these streaks. I'm hitting all these bet hitting these bets. People are in love with it because they're like, hey. I know people are excited because they asked me to play before on the Discord channel. They asked me on like Friday night or Thursday night before Friday or whatever. It's like, hey, where are we going tomorrow? I'm like, I'm like, relax. Did you change the name of the Discord channel yet? No, I need to do that. Okay, I gotta play. I gotta play around with all that. I'm waiting for other things to happen because I want. I want to make. One. I don't want to make two changes. I want to make one. So I'm fair. I'm holding on on to what we're gonna do. So right that. now, if people were gonna join the Discord channel, it's betprep.com/chat. That is correct. Omaha Steaks, searing hot take of the day. Boom. You guys have been phenomenal with this. We very What much is going it. on with buying the meat, P. Rolf? Tell buying, me. They're buying it like crazy. It's really exciting. It's We thank you tremendously because oh. the agency that now is doing Omaha Steaks is now approaching us with it. other stuff saying, you guys are doing a great job. What about this product and that product? We You don't know how much that means to us, so thank you so much for doing that. Thank you. Promo code is BVB at checkout. Minimum purchase may be required, but half off sale going on right now. Friends and family sale going on. 30 bucks off your, your order. So it's 300 bucks. Half off is 150. BVB promo code makes it 120. You get 300 bucks worth of food for 120 bucks. It's a hell of a deal. BVB at checkout. OmahaSteaks.com. I'm only doing this because this hurt me today. I read this hurt quote. You? I read this quote today and it like it stuck me in the heart and I was like, man, I feel for Tom Brady needs to go away and stop playing football like right now. Like he's saying things out loud. He has never said before out loud. Tom Brady's quote at 45. You're allowed to start doing that shit. No, I don't think so. Why? He said on his podcast, quote, my daughter always says, daddy, you do not have a happy face out there. And I'm trying. I wish I would have more awareness of what the scowl looks like, but I'm doing my best to try to get to a better place and a better peace of mind. Like, dude, your kids are telling you something. You got to listen, like, listen, like they're telling you, man. They're telling you, daddy, you're not having fun, man. It, 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 you're not enjoying yourself anymore. What What are you doing? You don't need this. You got seven. What's the, what's, you have more money than you'll spend that Vivian will spend in her life three times over. The time with your kid, it's, it, that's it. Like you get a, a certain number of days with your children, with your family. Get the fuck out of the football. Like, stop. This kills me hearing, like he's saying this out loud to the world. When you start doing that, he's saying it to himself. Listen, I say it in the tweets all the time. I say it to you. I say it here on the show. I say it to everybody. These kids know. Like the kids know. Nobody knows shit, but the kids know. And they say stuff. I'm amazed at what they say. You know, and I don't always agree with it, but I hear everything. And 
I saw that, you know, because you sent the email. I scrolled to the bottom. I was like, oh, another Tom Brady divorce story. Then I open it and read it, and I'm like, oh, when a daughter says something. Right. <laughs> when a girl say something. And I'm, I mean, I – was never maybe so emotional, whatever this and that, but in tune with it till I had that first pregnancy test that was positive. We found out we were having a girl. Boom, I started crying at commercials. And then that first one's born and you become a girl dad and you're a big pile of mush. And everything they say hits you here, hits you different. I read that quote and I was like, you, I was like, ouch, ow. Like that hit me in the chest. I was like, dude, I was like, if I was your friend, I would say, Tom, look back at the things you would say in interviews when you were 35 or when you were 25. You were a gangster then though. You were the king of saying all words that meant nothing. Right. You would say full paragraphs versus nonsense nothingness. It was just words being put together in a sentence that did not equate to anything real. This is real. And you're making it public going on right now. I get it, man. I'm going through the same shit. I get it. Okay. Cathartic. Get it out. Talk. I, I understand that point. You just want it to be, to be known that my life's a mess. Like you want people right. to understand like yeah. what's going on on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. I'm trying to prepare for a football team. I got an ex-wife now who is out there doing whatever the hell she's doing. I got two different baby mamas on two different coasts. I got one in California with a 15 year old. And I got one in Florida with two others. Like that's not easy to do. Your 15 year old son's going to say, where's dad. I want dad at my baseball game. I want dad at my football game. I want dad here. I want dad there. Oh, your three hour time difference. Oh, I got two other kids. They want the same attention from me. And now I got to figure out how to give them what they need. And they're in Florida, but I'm in Tampa. I'm not close to them. I'm now about an hour away from them. So now I'm not easily coming home to them anymore. I'm FaceTiming with them. And when am I getting the kids? When am I picking them up? Send the private jet to California, go get Jack to bring him. I mean, it's his life must be a living hell right now. And they're losing on top of that. And they're going to Germany to play Gino this week. Oh. And now you're leaving the country on top of that. That's a tough spot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a tough spot. I don't know. I feel By the way, dude. let's, uh, let's shout out Biggie J's daughter, Addison, her birthday today. Happy Biggie birthday. 27 always watches the show. How old is she? Did he say, uh, he did not put in, but his his daughter. Happy There's birthday. a lot of girl dads that watch the show and you know, I mean, that doesn't, I mean, there's boy dads no, too. Don't course. get me wrong. Yeah. But these, you know, girl it's dads. Uh, Do you ever watch, because you don't have a, do- a son. I, I watch dads with sons all the time. And I, and I look at the different dynamic. It's such, it's, it's, it's so interesting to watch Madeline's age. Like, because we go drop, I drop Madeline off. There's this, this big, because there's no bus at Maddie's school. So every parent drops their kid off. Right. So I watch the interactions of dads and daughters and dads and sons. Uh-huh. And dads and sons are like punching each other and like rolling. Rip, rip, rip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like it just, we're just, it's just funny. It's just not like. I'm like, that would never happen with Madeline. <laughs> it's just a Oh, yeah. Thing. See, we do that over here. We, 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 we do that. We have all that. I mean, the stuff that goes on here, there's, it's, it, they're, sometimes they're crazy. It's just, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's different. But then we got nephews that are the same age as Kendall, a little bit right. older. And Jessica goes, never, boys. never. She don't even want to babysit them for more than two hours. Wow. Because the boys are crazy. We're yeah. nuts. Nuts. Yeah, but we're going to be 
crying for boys when our well, you've already gone through it. I, I know I'm gonna be crying for a boy at 12. Daughters are great, zero to 12. 12 on yikes. <laughs> you've gone through it three times. I will go through I have four years. So I'm counting down, going, okay, she's gonna be 12 soon. Oh no. Yeah, oh, just no. build up all the sweat equity. No. You can't. Oh, no. <laughs> Does this affect anything? Um no, it's for just the games a, no. and, and stuff like I mean I just hope he's talking about it like it's it's got to be his last year. Has you, to be. What, what do you make about the you know them being in Munich? Nothing. Not, not I think it's good. It's a no play for me, but I, I don't touch these games overseas. The, I don't the, touch. I mean, that's the yeah, that's probably the GPP. But yeah, I like the fact that Tom Brady is used to traveling. I, I don't know Gino. I don't know. Anything, I don't know anything about Gino. But people like Russell Wilson, you know, Denver with Jacksonville and. You know, they, they won that game in England. Tom Brady in Munich seems, I don't know, good to me. Fair. Time zones. Fair. Yeah. It's a decent way of putting it in. I just don't think. I'm also wearing this hat make... just because you're talking shit. It's pretty it. nice. It's go. tight, <laughs> by the way. Good job with the hat. Fair. I, that looks good. I just can't put money down on any of your game in Europe. You just can't do it. It's hard, but man, oh, man. Like, I don't know. I see it as just, I like Seattle. The lines, are, it just hit refresh. Every per, Every place in the world is three now. It was two and a half last night. Maybe they got up and said, look, Tom's daughter told him. I'm I'm guilty of this. I, I learned this at a young age, being a dad with the kids but at a young age from the pediatrician. I used to ask my daughters all the time, why do you get that mug on your face? Why are you so angry? Why are you so miserable? And it puts a lot of pressure on you when you say it as the parent to the kid. Sometimes they're just having a bad moment, a bad day. And I think we're guilty of that all the time. Like we want our kids to be happy all the time. Listen, there's times they're just pissed off. They're just angry. Yeah. And trying to explain that to your nine-year-old daughter who you're telling all the time, why are you, why do you have that face? I, when you hear it back from the kid, it's like, boom, that's a kick, uh, a swift donkey kick in the nuts, as you would say right there. Ouch. Yes. So sports grid. We appreciate it. We're back tomorrow, 9 p.m. Pacific time, uh, midnight Eastern on sports grid, sports grid.com. Go ahead and look up your local listings to find the show. You can rewatch BVB each and every weeknight, midnight Eastern time for BVB, Twitter and YouTube live audio. Obviously don't move more with BVB. All right. Uh, better to book a time. Yes. Montreal, as I talked about, I'm taking the money line, fading Vancouver, both teams on a back-to-back. I got worse numbers. I got plus 120. Yeah, something. I don't like to move against you, so I'm going to book this one. Hope you're right, but I'm booking it. I don't I don't. Oh, want I think I went 3-0 and yesterday, so I, I, what normally happens is when I sweep the board, comes back. I, swept, I swept the board on Saturday, was flat on Sunday, swept the board on Tuesday. <laughs> we'll see where we're going to be on Wednesday. That's how this ride goes, right? It's yeah. boom, dam, ba, dam, ba, dam, ba, dam. Yeah. And at the end, you just try to get a little bit up, a little yeah. bit more. Little so I don't, I don't love these bets. I've been pretty on it. I've been open about this. Okay. All, basically, every game has moved against me. Um, Montreal plus 120. Ducks plus 145. Fading the wild. This is the fade bet. This is the 8-0 bet for... Yeah. I don't like this one at all. I actually, I gave Dubsy and Ranieri, they asked me for a, a look at the overnight last night. I had the Kings in a tight one nothing game against the Wild. Uh-huh. I've gone out to this trip when the Penguins were on it 
and seen where they stay. They stay at this place in Newport. It's amazing. Called the Island Hotel. A lot of teams stay in. So they you're commute between a bet, the two. You're making a bet based upon where they're staying? No, no, no. This is a split. You, if they lose the first game, they win the second game. I used to see it all the time. So yeah. I'm going to take the Wild. Okay. That's all. I don't, Wild aren't very good. They're hit and miss, man. I don't know. I mean, this they're five, six, and one. Fun. Yeah, it's just win, lose. Six games. There are six games behind Winnipeg and Dallas in the division. They've lost three of five. Yeah, they haven't scored in two in two games. Been blanked the last two games. <laughs> Look at the Ducks. Four nothing, one nothing. Look ducks at, at ducks home. Ducks, ducks at home haven't been bad. What's the Ducks' record overall? Ducks are two, two, two and two at home. They're four, eight and one, but they're the two of the four, wins. Four, eight and one. Yeah, but they're two and two at home. They play better at home. Fair. Yeah. I I hope it, is it Gustafsson in yet for the Wild? I haven't looked yet. I haven't He's zero and three with a two point nine three ERA. You'd expect him to play in the back to back. Gibson's been bad for the Ducks. Two and seven, two seven and one with a four point right ERA. Oh boy. Just what the doctor ordered for a team that hasn't scored a couple goals or hasn't scored goals in a couple games is Gibson in net. Let's see who's let's see who's if, if we have any confirmation on who's in net in this game. Um well he's looking at that Shelly's uh Gibson, she's a boy mom. Gustafsson and Gibson. Okay. That's good. That's good That's for me. Good. Flower played Same. lights out last night. Anti said, Anti. That's great. Gustafsson 0 and 3 with a 3.93 ERA. Let's go. Oh, boy. That was a game they should have won. They're supposed to win the first game, not the second game. Ventura 226, two girls and one on the way. Another one on Woo! the way. Bro, I got you. Biggie J27 <laughs> said he's the only male in the house. I told you, boys, I nicknamed my house the Ocean of Estrogen. Swimming in it, you don't know what the water's like underneath, but on top Yikes. it looks calm and ain't calm. So good luck with that. Out. Good luck. Uh Knicks minus two and a half against the Nets. Tonight. Plus, plus, plus two and a half. Oh, sorry, plus. I, I yeah, you said minus. You mean plus? Sorry, plus I'm gonna say you ain't laying. Plus. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Plus two and a half. We'll bet this one. I hope you're right. This is scary. It's not three and a half. Very. And then the last game, which has moved against me, Drake laying 28 against IUPUI. <laughs> Ooey pooey. That's what, <laughs> that's what we call them in, in the book. Ooey pooey. That's what uh, I, that's what, yeah, exactly. Fair Drake, Indiana thought, started from the bottom. Now we're here. I thought you were coming <laughs> with that Drake. This is no. Drake, the basketball team laying 28. Of you, what what is IUPUI? I used to know this. It's Indian Indianapolis University. Oh, it's Indianapolis University something PUI. I forget the. Exactly uh, it looks right, like but. Public University in Indianapolis, Indiana. Okay, so in, Indiana University of Public <laughs> University, <laughs> Indiana. That yeah, really hold dumb. on. What are you people talking about? Put it in the chat. Where the <laughs> IUPUI stands for? <laughs> Purdue something, right? Indiana it's Indianapolis. Uh, uh, Purdue. They, there it is. Yeah, it, it's Indiana University, Purdue University, Indianapolis. <laughs> Way too many damn letters. In, Indiana <laughs> University, in Purdue University. Look at the stupidest name in college. It really is. But <laughs> they scored thirty five points Purdue, against you, Indianapolis. They scored thirty five points against Iowa State in their first game. Thirty five total, or in the first yep. half. Thirty no total. 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 They lost eighty. 
535, something like that. Didn't cover by 50. Yeah. No, <laughs> they weren't lost by, 50. lost by 50. But this game has come down. This number is now 26. People right, because taking. who in their right mind would lay 28 in a basketball game? You. Me. <laughs> Me. I was wrong with you. You ain't afraid of nothing. Well, I know the nap center. I've been there. Number, I've been courtside for, I don't know, 70 games. I've been there for a ton of games for, not 70, but I've been a lot to Drake games. Drake, Creighton, Drake, Northern Iowa, Drake, Iowa State, Drake, Iowa. Um, other games. I mean, I... I lived in Des Moines for two years, so I, I went to a okay, ton of great So games. this is in Des Moines. Oh yeah, Nap Center. They, I mean, this is a valley. This is the team picked to win the valley. This is D Rock's best squad so far, being at Des Moines. Hmm. They're a team that could make it long. This could be a team we're talking about in March. The next Illinois Chicago out of the valley. Man, could oh, be. Man. The, could be this team. <laughs> um. Guess late. I can't. I'm going to lose my my bookmaker card if I say the latest. <laughs> right. Yes. All right. I'll say I'll book it. I'll say That's I'll smart. book it because it's too many points. Like it has to be too many points, doesn't it? I remember no, I mean, being on the phones, though, and like, you know, when we were in Curacao and even before that with the guys, ooey pooey. That's how this was referred to. Give me ooey pooey plus. That's what you'd say. <laughs> Enjoy that. Favorite thing about today is what? Um, one, obviously the show. I mean, Adam Hill came on, killed it, put it together, throw it together. We got these boys and girls in the chat shouting out their kids and how many kids they got. I absolutely love it. Biggie J's daughter just turned double digits, by the way. So happy 10-year-old birthday to her. That's phenomenal. But, Ten to but my, yeah, that is. Uh, you, you, got, you got a lot of work ahead of you, son. Um, <laughs> A lot of work. Like I said, I was up early this morning running around. Uh, I wore the sweatshirt because it was cold, but Yale Don't Teach Hustle was a, was my mindset today. Did a show with B-How, eight in a box, that's available. Went and ran, you know, got the kids ready for school, whatever. Made a phone call, got a text from a kid who's become like a, a, a you know, a brother, uh, mm-hmm. a, a younger guy. I mean, he's in his late 20s, but... He's my producer for the MLB Network. His name's Tony Yanitsi. Really oh. cool kid. Never met in person, FaceTime many times. He's been he's like my personal producer at the MLB Network. We text and talk all the time. He's on Cash Considerations with us now. I just love the kid. So we're trying to book a time to do Cash Considerations. And the text with me, Nubian, and Carl, and, and Tony, or Anth as I call him. And he's like, hey, boys, sorry, I can't make it. My sister passed away last night uh-huh. and I was like, what? And we were all like stunned in the text. So I got in a car to go send something to another guy in Tennessee. And I said, Anth, I said, what happened? His 29 year old sister who suffered from cerebral palsy over the weekend, got a little bit nasally oxygen levels dropped, sat in the hospital and had to say goodbye to her. And literally within an hour was planning her funeral because his parents are a little bit older and he don't want to put no stress on them. So he's 27, super kid, planning his sister's funeral today. Was it COVID? Mm-mm. Um, 
it's it's all still so fresh and raw. I didn't ask too many questions. I just listened. And I was like, I mean, you know, I just told him I loved him. I never met his parents. And, uh, you know, we talked. You just never know, man. Like, you just literally never know. And I was like, wow. And it was a very moving conversation. But at the same time, he was able to make light of it and just talk to me. And I said, you know, I'm three hours behind you. You need anything in the middle of the night. You need this. You need that. You just text me, call me, whatever. Um, don't worry about the show. We'll do the show. Um, but I wanted to mention his sister, Gabby, Gabrielle, um, 29 years old. I mean, he's like, they can't even find a funeral home. Like it's so, everything's so booked and so this and so that. And I was listening to a kid who's 27 trying to plan his only sibling, his older sibling, sister, funeral today. And I thought, man, I ain't worried about who's covering. You know what I mean? Like it put everything into perspective, whap, like that. And then I calmed down, got some music going, just kind of relaxed and got ready for the show. And I realized how much I fucking love this, where we have (laughs) somewhere to go and talk, where people come and listen to all the shit we talk about. And you lay out the show, Farrah brings the graphics and pops in. I get to talk and bring in all these people, you know, one text, Adam Hill, boom. He's in a closet at the Raider <laughs> facility. Can't wait to come on with us talking. Like, uh, how blessed are we uh, to be able to do what we do? So that's my favorite thing about today. And I said my condolences and best wishes yeah. in the brigade. He's at uh, Tony Yanitzi on Twitter. Super dude. If you see him on the Twitter or on whatever, just you know, send some positivity his way because he could use it for the rest of the week. Amen to that. Yeah. Uh that's a tough one to follow, but this is Sorry. a little bit of a this is a little bit of a happier note. Good. So today I am going to meet Roger. Roger sent an email way back in November that we've been mm. trying to figure this out. He wrote to you and me, said Matt. I have two veteran day t-shirts for you and Dave. They're from the top. They're from the top gun anniversary squadron and our 2003 vintage. One's a t-shirt for you. The other's a mock turtleneck for Dave. They're black with red Soviet era stars on this squadron's logo. He says where he lives. He said, I am to a consig. (laughs) I am a special legal counsel for the Nevada board of regents. (laughs) Damn. Okay. Which is the entity that governs the Nevada system of higher education. I'm also a retired Navy. And as a recall, and I was recalled on active duty on nine 11 was stationed overseas. You and Dave are truly special. You guys give us so much every day. Please accept this small token of my, of, of our, my appreciation. Here's my email, my phone number, blah, blah, blah. I had everything going on. He, he wrote to me and said, uh, we were talking about the chaos for us. And we wrote back and said, Hey, just give me a location. I'm going to come and drop off these veteran day shirts for you guys. I love it. You wear them on the show on Friday. I'm going to wear it on the show on Friday. Hell yeah. Uh, he said, by the way, I'm willing to host a BVB barbecue bourbon and meet and greet as at where I live. Cause I have a large outdoor barbecue area which has a heated swimming pool and hot tub for anybody oh. who wants to come over oh. you guys are very are very busy but i'd love to do this 
He wrote back and said, uh, I said, look, we've got a crisis going on. We'll try to figure this out at some point. But like goes, we all have your back. Dave's too understood or standing by. You have a very loyal following and very motivated group said to me today. Hey, are you going to be on campus? I'm going to be down on Maryland Parkway. You're going to be at UNLV. I said, yep, meet me here at this time. So I will meet Roger today. I will say hello to Roger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I will get our Top Gun t-shirts and swag from Roger today. So my favorite thing about today is that I get to go ahead and meet Roger, who has been really good working with me about this, trying to find a way and a time to meet up, to come and say hello. So Roger, I don't know if you're watching, listening, whatever, he's on the uh, on the Discord channel at RG Kilroy is his handle on uh, on our Discord channel. And he better be so. there on Saturday. I want to thank him personally on the Discord channel <laughs> chat thing we're doing. That is fucking awesome. <laughs> I'm fired up. That's, yeah. I mean, like, don't that give you energy? That gives Hell me yeah. so much no. energy. I mean, we're going to get this so shit exciting. figured out one way or the other. I'm it's, telling you. Amazing. Man, I mean, awesome. it's just, it's great. A guy who's, you know, retired military, who's got an incredible gig and incredible job and wants to just give us some cool swag. Like I just, I, I appreciate it more than I can't express enough how much that excites me. How much I was like, yep, today, three 30, I'll see you out where we're going to meet. So, uh, looking forward to, to meeting Roger for the first time coming up. Today. Yeah. It's very, very cool guys hit like subscribe and wherever you Please. get your audio podcasts. So you haven't given us a review by the way on Apple podcasts. We're trying to bump that up a little bit to leave us a review on Apple podcasts. Tell us what you think. Positive, negative. It helps the algorithm and push the show. Subscribe to the show. If you haven't done that, subscribe to the show. If you listen to the show every day, you watch the show every day. Subscribe to it. That helps our numbers too. If you go ahead and go and subscribe to BVB on Apple Podcasts. He's Dave. I'm Matt. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thursday night football. What a yuck game tomorrow for BVB. <laughs> <laughs>